Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Blessed feast of the protecting veil of the Theotokos. I just want to give a short word. Uh, the epistle reading this morning go, goes throughout. Uh, if we have from the hymnody from last night and the um, Old Testament readings, which are all temple readings, we have in the epistle reading this morning the furniture, as it were, of the temple. The furniture of the temple, the pattern that uh, we see in temple worship, that's also in the tabernacle, uh, this was all revealed to Moses on Mount Sinai. Uh, it wasn't uh, architects and engineers and uh, others getting together uh, and throwing this together, but scripture tells us that the layout, uh, the way in which sacrifices were to be made, the specific furniture that was supposed to be there, from the table of the showbread to uh, the specific uh, uh, requirements of the Ark of the Covenant, what was to be held within the Ark of the Covenant, the incense that was to be burned, um, the candle that was to stand within the Holy of, uh, the Holy of Holies. All of this uh, is, well, you can find it in the book of Exodus, and if you've never read the book of Exodus, I highly encourage you to read the book of Exodus. Uh, you'll discover that you're actually kind of familiar with a lot of it from our own worship. Uh, but all of this um, is according to the pattern. And it's something I think uh, that we don't think about very often, uh, but there is something, the revelation of God for holy places is that they can be desecrated, or that there's something that can go wrong with them. And it has to do with what the priests or those who are within the temple uh, what they do, or if somebody from outside, uh, say the Assyrians, Babylonians, etc., come and rampage, stop, interrupt worship, etc. You have uh, within uh, Holy Scripture, when the tabernacle is built, uh, all of the things are put into place, the worship is to begin. What is the thing that happens right after all of that is assembled together? At the very end of the book of Exodus. It's not fair because I just read this recently. The glory of God descends and fills the tabernacle so that all of the things of earth now are imbued with the presence of God. The presence that Adam and Eve lost in paradise, now the candlestick, the candle that looks uh, like the tree of life. That's why it has floral design. Uh, the rule, the law uh, of the, the Ten Commandments and the gospel on the altar. The presence of God fills the tabernacle. But does the presence of God stay within the tabernacle or the temple? There's times throughout the Old Testament where the kavod, the glory of God, leaves the temple. We have especially very... Uh, vivid vision of this in Ezekiel where the spirit of God, the kavod, uh, the presence of God basically walks back from the temple and then is taking up and then leaves the temple. The Holy Spirit descends upon us and our baptism and chrismation where we are made to be temples of God and our hearts uh, is to, to be engraved the law of God. We are to have our flame of love and desire for God constantly lit. And as we see in the Annunciation, all the doors are open right now, uh, 
theotokos is the perfect tabernacle, the perfect temple, the Ark of the Covenant, who within her holds uh, the jar of manna, who holds within her the Ten Commandments, or the Law of God, who also the pastoral staff of Aaron, the high priestly staff rod of Aaron that's budded forth. Uh, what is that on our altar except what I have here in my hands, but the tree, the rod that budded forth life. We, in imitation of her, uh, call down the Holy Spirit upon us because we, uh, in imitation of this temple, which is also, uh, in many ways, Scripture would say, all of creation is actually held within these walls. This is a symbol for all of creation is a temple. But we ourselves and what we do within our hearts and with the temple that God has given us, our bodies, that is where we glorify God. As Paul says in 1 Corinthians, we glorify God in our bodies. That the Holy Spirit rests within us. This isn't just ideas about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit really does dwell within us vivifies us, deifies us, just as our Lord's body was completely deified. Uh, the way that uh, Father Demetrius Downloy would say that his body is basically shot through with the Holy Spirit. It's completely translucent to the glory of God, which we saw in the Feast of the Transfiguration. This is our destiny. This is what it means for us uh, to be uh, here within the temple so that our temples can give complete and right glory to God. Because otherwise, the Spirit of God can recede, can leave us as it did uh, King Saul in the Old Testament, where he is given as he's anointed king, as we're anointed kings uh, and queens at our royalty. We're brought into that uh, household of God in our baptism and chrismation, that we're anointed with the holy oil, the chrism, uh, that if we continue in a certain direction, uh, the Spirit of God, the glory of God, can recede not because of anything on God's part, because we decide to return to the carnal, to return to what is not from God, to chase after our own ego, our own desires, uh, all the things that we would like to sacrifice for instead of sacrificing for God. So may the Theotokos, the most pure temple, uh, the holy of holies that holds within her, Christ our God, may she protect us, may she intercede for us so that we, uh, through, as our Lord says in the Gospels, through some sort of violence, take the kingdom, and that in our obedience and our desire for following after God, we do all things that we can to maintain the purity and sanctity of the temple so that we can give right worship to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Amen.